Welcome to Sheen Visions Podcast. Sheen Visions was created to help you follow your life vision with poise, boldness, and strength. It is designed for women to live in their God-given purpose, to encourage them by providing meaningful tools to accomplish anything she sets her mind to do. To remind her that no dream is impossible. We're your hosts, Joanne and Rebecca, and we're excited to see what you envision for your life. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us at She Envisions. We're so excited to have you guys here with us. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode on She Envisions podcast. I'm your host, Joanne Casey, and I have my co-host with me. Hey, guys, it's Rebecca. So happy to be back this week with another new episode. I'm really excited about this one. I mean, we say that all the time, right? <laughs> but it's so yes. true because I feel like every single time we get get on here to record and we go through our notes it's so refreshing to me it's like speaks to me personally yes. and it just gives me like that boost of confidence that I need and I hope you guys feel the same oh my goodness yes and I know exactly what you are talking about Rebecca because when I get in the zoom call with you or a phone with you and we're recording when we're just brainstorming about what we're going to talk about and I get so fired up because it gets me excited to know that, man, if this is touching us and this is impacting us and this is bringing us revelation and like you said, refreshing us and rejuvenating us, I can't imagine what it's going to do for the people that are listening to this episode. So I hope you guys are ready. This new year, we are going to go all in. We're going to dive in deep. I know this last month we had talked about new year, new perspective, which is amazing. So now we're going to talk about building discipline. So Ooh. in this episode, we, you know, we have, we've, we haven't really talked about it much, Rebecca, which is crazy to me that we haven't really touched deep into it because <laughs> I mean, after a year later, like we, it's kind of a God thing because we can't really go here until we like, you know, protect our vision and have vision and, you know, all these things and have a revelation and of who God is. And we're going to talk about mm-hmm. why it's so important to build discipline in your life and how to build discipline in your life. And Rebecca and I mm-hmm. were just talking mm-hmm. about, you know, one of, for me, I talked about one of the hardest things to get started is that first step, right? Is making that decision. Like, of course, every yeah. new year, everybody wants to, I want to work out and I want to eat healthy. And we buy a gym membership for a year and we only use it for one month. Like things happen, <laughs> right? Or a or, day. I'm going to give up dairy. Yes. <laughs> like, it's just, you're setting yes. yourself up for failure. Like this is where discipline separates oh people from seeing their vision come to pass uh, and from, you know, being devastated yes. that they haven't seen their vision take off. And this is the game changer. Yes. This is the difference. And Rebecca, can you share, like, before we even get to the decision to start doing our disciplines, she shared something really powerful. And I want you to share it. Um, I don't want to take all your thunder because <laughs> it's so good. About, oh, like, no. Yeah. How, how to even before we even make that decision to make a commitment to discipline, what are the things that we need to do before we even build it? Um. Honestly, like the number one step is being like recognizing your strengths and weaknesses um, nice. and knowing that what you're actually capable of. So you do not put that pressure, that unrealistic standard and pressure on yourself because we're, we sabotage ourselves and stunt our own growth and we don't even realize we're doing it. So, um, you know, discipline comes with hand in hand with self-awareness because you have to be sure of who you are, what you want, what the outcome is going to be, what your outcome is going to 
Um, obviously yeah. you're going to go through hip hiccups and, you know, uphill battles or whatever, who doesn't, but mm-hmm. as long as you have a clear goal and, um, you're self-aware in the fact that what you are actually capable of and what you're not, that is going to be the, the first stepping stone into leading you into a great path of actual self-discipline and successful self-discipline because, mm-hmm. you know, the people that are happiest the most are self-disciplined people because their goals are defined and their goals are accomplished because of their self-discipline. Wow! And that's something that I really want you guys to hold on to is if you don't have a defined goal, you're never going to accomplish that goal. Um, It's like, so uh, the way, the way that I, the way that it helps me because I'm very type a and not everybody's like this, right? So, you know, take it like a grain of salt if it's not you, but I'm very type A when it comes to certain things, especially work. Um, I wish I was like that in my personal life, <laughs> but in <laughs> but, my but work, I'm to very your point, type A. Though, right? And to I, your point, like it's different areas of your life that you you naturally oh, have yeah. discipline, and the you know areas of your life like work where it's a it's in you, like it's part of your gift, it's part of your DNA. Yes, that the Lord put in you. Yes, I like to break things down. Um, I don't know about you, but like, I like break things down and say, okay, this is my goal. This is like, this is what I want my outcome to look like. I give it to the Lord and then I go and do my research. I say, okay, Mm -hmm. let me break this down. And then as soon, and you know, there's been instances, Joanne, where I've, I've wanted to do something or a project and I go yeah. and I do my research and I give it to the Lord and the Lord himself is a search and I'll talk to you there. I'm not going to talk to you right now, but go into your research and I'll talk to you there. And there's been times where I've written things down. I've gotten like, okay, I need this, 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 and this. I need this much funds to do this X, Y, and yeah. Z. And I come to the conclusion that, Hey, I'm not going to be able to do this. This yeah. is, I'm now looking more into it. This is not for me. I thought it was, a, it's a great, just not for me. And that's okay. And I feel like that's where people really trip over themselves is because they have an idea or a goal and then they look into it and it it becomes overwhelming to them or they realize like hey I can't do this and then they feel like they can't do anything Mm -hmm. and they feel like oh I can't be successful in anything if I can't accomplish this I'm not going to be able to accomplish anything but I was biblical (laughs) yeah and I think that's where the biblical uh, sense of self-discipline comes into place because there's there's an actual like I don't even know what the word is because I feel like there's two different types of self-discipline. There's like the biblical sense. And then there is what I guess like we, the, like the, I guess like the normal self-discipline because when you're self-disciplined in the Lord, like here, it is something that is going to convict you and going to remold you and going to really, really guide you and bring a sense of, um, more of a sense of responsibility and um, growth than just your average self-discipline. Yeah. And that's just because we're following the the guide of the Lord. Right. And yeah. and I think like the book of Proverbs is a perfect example of oh self-discipline. Gosh. Yes. And, and wisdom. Let's, let's talk about that. I mean, I, I've shared this before. I read Proverbs every single day. Like, even if mm-hmm. it's two o'clock in the morning and I have read other scriptures, like I'm going to read my Proverbs of the day. Like that's a discipline that I've created in my life. And mm-hmm. I, it, it really starts with like being hidden 
in God's word, right? The Bible talks about to to write the word of uh write the word on the tablets of your heart and be hidden in in the word of God, be hidden in the truth, um, be hidden in your vision. And this discipline that we're talking about, it's it's a hundred percent God's principle and plan for our life. Like the last fruit of the spirit in Galatians uh six nine. If, I, if I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the right scripture. Y'all fact check me. <laughs> I don't have my phone in front of me. I just have my phone. <laughs> but it is self control, right? We sing the song with my kids. My right? love, joy, mm-hmm. peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness. You know, um, it's self control, and that's what holds it all together. And if we love God, if we know God, if we have a relationship with God, we are going to have that self discipline, mm-hmm. which is self control, and we have mm-hmm. to learn to develop that, to build that in the dark room in our closet, right? When no one's seeing it mm-hmm. we have to be, like you said, working, we have to work at it. Um, like mm-hmm. there's areas, like Rebecca said, she wish she had more self, self ugh, can't talk, self-discipline in her personal life. Um, I'm doing really great at work. Oh, I need it. But for me, I think we could all, we all need areas in our life that we need help in self-discipline. Like there's a lot of areas in my life that people are like, how do you do that? Like, how do you get up? How do you read? How do you, you know, commit to doing all these things? And it it becomes that habit. I have built mm-hmm. that in me over, and I journal my gratitude every single day. Like, it's just part of who I am now. And it's part of your character. And when we're talking about having a new year, a new perspective in our vision, we cannot see our vision begin to come to pass. Like Rebecca talked about the journey of having a goal, having a vision, going to God and giving it to him, which that is the number one step, right? We surrender and ask God, is this you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this yeah. your vision for my yeah. life? If it's a God-given vision, then you definitely can't do it by yourself. And you definitely need others to help you with it, right? It's going to benefit oh others. Oh my gosh, yes. And, <clears throat> and when you do that, you I love that you part. said that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Exactly. I love that you said that because, you know, I'm getting into the habit of saying, um, and I, and I talk out loud. I'm, I, I've learned that that helps me, especially when like, I'm feeling stressed. I talk to the Lord out loud and I always, I I've been practicing the last 30 days telling the Lord, Lord, if you're not in the business, I don't you need to be in the business. If you're in the business, you're going to give it to me and you're going to set up everything perfectly to execute and for it to be successful. But if you're not going to be in it, I don't want it. And that took a lot of self-discipline and study in the word and me getting closer to the Lord because I, you know, am, am coming into full trust. And when you're a recovering control freak like myself, I, you know, that was one of my biggest hurdles was like fully let go of the control and trusting and a being that I can't physically see that doesn't, isn't audible, you know, all of the time that isn't Mm -hmm. available, like to call on the phone or send a text to it's like something that I have to, it's like a buildup, right? Like in order for the Lord to really speak to you and touch you, he, it, you have to be in, in a, in a level of intimacy, um, that is, yeah, for me was hard because I had to learn how to submit, right. I had to yeah. learn how to submit to the Lord. Um, you know, one of the exactly. things that really helps me visualize that because I'm a, I, 
I have to visualize it in order for me to really connect with it. And I think that was like one of my favorite things about our life coaching, Joanne, was that you're a great visualizer. Like you are an artist in the mind where you Uh can like set it up where it's easy for me to see it and translate for me. Right. I think the thing that stood out the most out of that was when you were telling me you need to create your altar. You know, yeah. create your altar and bring your sacrifice to him. Obviously, mm-hmm. we live in under a new covenant. So my sacrifice was my control yeah. and my trust. And I had to learn how to create that little sanctuary for myself of Good. a safe space with the Lord. And that, that took discipline and, and yeah. self-control to be able to gain wisdom and be able to gain true clarity right on how I really wanted to live my life you know Joanne I'm going to be 33 years old this year oh my gosh we need to plan your birthday (laughs) yes and I absolutely and I feel like I have gotten to a point in my life where I no longer need or want the same things past Yeah, I feel like the Lord has really been like tilling my soil and shifting and like moving things around. And he has really brought up a lot of conviction and a lot of like he's unearthed a lot of um, areas where I need self-discipline. Yeah. Um, For example, like in uh, January, right? Everybody does it. Like I'm sure you guys have heard or have a friend or yourself has done this um, dry January. Um, I did dry Mm -hmm. January, but I did it more for spiritual reasons. It was a fast that I was doing because I just wanted to, I felt like that was one of my Mm. biggest temptations. And, um, I literally had to create a safe space for myself. (laughs) Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I had to create a safe space for myself because I'm a very social person and there's always alcohol around and I don't always drink, but you know, I like to have a drink every now and then. But I just needed to learn that I could not, I didn't want it to turn into something where that was going to be my band-aid, Yeah, you know, my escape. Mm -hmm. Like the Lord is my escape. My Lord is my sanctuary. My Lord is my supplier and everything that I need. And that leads me to another step in order to gain self-discipline is by removing temptations. You know, um, a quote by Oscar Wilde, it says, I can't resist anything except temptation. And Mm -hmm. I think that the the sooner that we're honest with ourselves about what our true temptations are, we can remove them. Um, It's easier to remove them, Um, you know, by just simply removing the biggest temptations from your environment. You know, you're really you're really setting yourself up for improvement in your self-discipline because you're no longer. Um, how, what is that saying? Like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true well, because if, if the you Bible talks keep surrounding about... yourself and I, and I, lo- sorry. And no, I locked myself in my house pretty much for 30 days. <laughs> I, I did. Locked I locked myself else. in my house Good for you for 30 days because I was just like, I need to take this serious. Like this yeah. is how serious I want to take it because it's important to me that I gain some kind of clarity during this fast and I don't want to surround myself in environments that are going that I'm going to allow the enemy to tempt me yeah that's and I'm not saying for everybody to lock yourself in your house (laughs) 24 7 365 but I'm just saying like do what you need to do in that moment yeah but I want to talk about how you thank you so much for sharing that personal story like I hope that resonates with some of you ladies because it could be anything not just you know that 
thing, but any temptation she's talking about. And, you know, in Proverbs 12, one, it says, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but whoever hates correction is stupid. And it literally, like, it takes that conviction, like Rebecca was talking mm. about. We need to have that conviction in the areas of our lives that lack discipline so that we can gain understanding and knowledge. And what is knowledge? Knowledge is is uh, the light of God. In Hebrew, it means light, which is Jesus. Jesus is light. And he helps discipline us. And the Bible talks about how he loves those he disciplines. And uh, I'm going to read a couple more Proverbs scriptures because it's really, before I go into what I'm going to share, it really makes sense. Blessed is the one you discipline, Lord, the one you teach because you love them and you honor them. Uh, Proverbs 13. Oh, here we go. This is a good one. Proverbs 15, 32. Those who disregard discipline despise themselves, but the one who heeds correction gains understanding. And I'm just going to use your story. For example, Rebecca, you, you felt that conviction and you surrendered it and you removed the temptation, right? And you gained the knowledge of God and you became, mm -hmm. you gained an understanding. Like I'm realizing this could be an outlet for me that's not God. That's not Jesus. Jesus needs to be my escape and my outlet. And like mm -hmm. nothing should ever become an idol before Christ, right? That is like the biggest modern temptation in our lives right now. Like everything can become an idol before the Lord, things that we put before God. And we yeah. have to have that discipline, that self-control, the Holy Spirit to not be tempted by those things. And um, this is the another one that I really love to share proverbs 5 23 it says for lack of discipline they will die led astray by their great own folly and there's another scripture that talks about how you when you lack discipline you lead yourself astray um oh, let's see where's it oh whoever heeds discipline shows the way to life to life abundant life right not death but whoever gives correction yeah. leads or whoever ignores oh I'm going to talk about that. Whoever ignores correction leads others astray. And that's the biggest revelation that I've learned is that ignorance. Like I, I'm right now studying the kingdom of God and how in Matthew and all of Jesus's parables, all he talks about is the kingdom of God and what that looks yeah. like and how it's, you know, our father in heaven, you know, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Like the kingdom of God is God's ways. God's principles, his obedience, like his commandments. And it's, it's putting his kingdom first. And it says to seek his kingdom and everything else will be added to you. And it's it, in this scripture, it talks about when we're ignorant, when we ignore correction, we ignore discipline. We're not just going to lead ourselves astray. We're going to lead others astray. We're going to be cast off um, from our vision. And <clears throat> I love that Rebecca shared how it's so important to be clear and have clarity of your vision. Your goals need to be clear so that you can have vision. You can have, before we even build discipline, we'd have clarity of who we are, right? And mm -hmm. whose we are in our relationship yeah. with God. And the Lord talks a lot about in Proverbs discipline and in Hebrews. And for me, I've learned that in order to build discipline, like God has to be my ultimate focus. Like, no matter what, like I can only truly have that self-control by what the Holy Spirit and we have to mm -hmm. learn it to be developed. You know, like I've talked about being in the dark room and like Rebecca talked about that altar really like, I'm in my, my clothes is what we call it. Oh my <laughs> you should be so proud. Gosh, yes. I love her clothes. 
Justin. Literally. Clean my closet. I'm going to take a picture and post it later. Like, it's so, there's nothing on the floor. There's like three things on the floor. Woo-hoo. But normally there's a pile of clothes. Way to go, Justin. <laughs> earning those him. brownie points. Oh, he earned it, girl. He earned those <laughs> points last night. No, just kidding. <laughs> Let's focus here. God is the ultimate focus. But um, he's the one who develops us, guys. He's the one who gives us the provision, right? When we keep our eyes on him, he will complete what he started and he'll keep moving those puzzle pieces. Like when you have a vision, the bite in, Mm -hmm. in, in Habakkuk 2.2, it talks about how we have to carry out the vision and we have to run with it. We can't sit in the same place and do the same things and have the same mindset and have the same bad habits and have the same perspective. We have to carry our new perspective. We have to carry our new vision, our new disciplines, our new habits to the vision that God's calling us to. And we have to do in a picture of surrender. And, you know, the definition of discipline is control gained by enforcing obedience or order. Orderly or prescribed conduct or patterns of behavior, which is self-control, right? Is what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to talk on that key word, which is obedience. Enforcing obedience. Like that is so like that that's Webster's dictionary, but you know it's a godly, you know, word because God created I mean, obedience God created is godliness, right? Yes. <laughs> and in first Samuel 15, 22, it says obedience is better than sacrifice. So even when we go to our mm-hmm. altar, Rebecca, in the morning and we bring him our sacrifice and all the temptations, mm-hmm. he wants our obedience in order to right, be obedient. Like yeah, or in order to bring that be sacrifice obedient. in it's just mind blowing. And, and, you know, and this, there's three types of disciplines. I, I, we talked about it earlier a little bit, and I, I did some study before this. Uh, there's preventative, supportive, and uh, corrective, right? So if you're listening to this mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my gosh, I need discipline in my life. We all do. I have disciplines in certain areas of my yes. life. Yes. I have disciplines in certain areas. And there's a lot of areas that we, lack areas of or we have areas that we lack discipline in <laughs> can get my words together yes so those are the areas we need to focus on right what are what are yeah the preventative ones preventive preventative preventive I can't preventative say. yeah preventative discipline supportive and and I think and you know yes supportive and corrective um and I think that's where being clear-minded and being self-aware that's where you're going to be able to determine what, you know, avenue to take in those three, or if it's a different one. Um, but just to piggyback saying about obedience is, you know, it says that obedience is the biggest is, is better than a sacrifice, but obedience is a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, obedience is the biggest sacrifice that we as humans can, can make because we have to be obedient and what the the word of the word of God says in every aspect of our lives, like you know, when they say when you're married, for all my married ladies out there, <laughs> I have a problem with this <laughs> and being obedient in this area, right? Full transparency here, like I'm working towards it, and I have been, I've been, you know, practicing this, and I have seen a difference. I've seen positive results, yeah. but I've been practicing. You know, it's um, dying. like self-sacrificing yourself dying every single day for your partner Mm -hmm. and that's something that the lord asks of us as a married couple to do for one another every single day and that and that's a that's a way of practicing obedience in the lord 
And it is a sacrifice. And sometimes um, people don't see obedience as such like a like a really big deal. But obedience technically is consistency. It's yeah. the diligence. It's being, you know, yeah, diligent in your prayer time. Because what does the Lord say? You know, come to me in prayer, like meet me in before the sun rises, right? So he yeah, our daily bread. wants us to be consistent. It's all about perspective to you guys. Like sometimes mm -hmm. people are very hung up on words. And when they say, when they hear like discipline or when they hear obedience or submission, it's, it's very triggering to them. So let's just change the perspective. It's called, mm -hmm. if you do not have consistency in your life in anything that you do, you will never succeed in anything. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. personal business, whatever your children, it doesn't matter if you do not have consistency in what you're doing and understanding that that is a fundamental value that you need to implement in whatever you're doing, you're never going to reach that level of happiness and, you know, connection with what you're trying to do because you're not being obedient. You're not being, you know, you know, you're following through. So it's kind of like also a personal contract that you're making with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you do not have accountability within yourself, you're not going to succeed. And if you don't know how to be self-accountable, because that's a real hard thing like that, yeah. you know, holding yourself, being able to hold yourself accountable without anybody else doing it, that takes years mm -hmm. of, you know, um, self-awareness, practicing that, you know, growing as an individual, really investing time in yourself as a person, in your spirit and in your mind. But if you don't, if you don't, if you're not at the level yet, I'm not at that level. So I am honest with my wise counsel. I'm honest with my friends and I, at, yeah. and I tell them, Hey, you need to hold, help me hold myself accountable. I yeah. need accountability in this area. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, and, and once you start receiving that accountability, your perspective starts changing on what consistency yeah. is because you don't want to let yourself down anymore. You don't want to still feel like you're stuck. You know, I really um, struggle with that, like feeling stuck when I'm not stuck, but I have to, so I have to hold myself accountable. And I, and I told my husband, you know what, you need to hold me accountable and making sure that I'm consistent with my daily encounters with the Lord. Yeah, um, because that's, he's my refuel. He's my charger. He, you know, he refuels me. He's the one that really, um, reminds me of him and who I'm meant to be. And sometimes like we go through rough patches in our life and we go through ups and downs. And when we're sitting in our valleys, we need that recharge. Yeah. We That's need true. that time of solidarity to be able to reflect on our lives and, and, you know, allow ourselves to, for things to be unearthed and be brought up to the surface so we can apply our self-discipline in those areas that need improvement. All that to say is just when, once these things are on earth, bring them to the Lord. Even if you're struggling with self-discipline, give that to him and allow him to show you the areas that you need self-discipline in. Because sometimes, Joanne, I don't know about you. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I need to be focusing on this and I need self-discipline on this. I need structure in this. And yes. guess what? my energy and my focus needs to be redirected somewhere else that mm -hmm. I'm another area in my life that I'm completely neglecting. And I wouldn't be aware of that. And if I wouldn't just be honest and transparent with the Lord, 
you know, one thing yeah. that I've learned is that I can't hide from him. I cannot hide from yeah. him. That's right. And I have to be real, you know, and, and if I, if I know that I'm neglecting an area of my life that needs improvement and he's tugging at me, then I just need to be raw and real and just be like, Hey, yeah. show me where you need me, where you want me right. to focus. And mm-hmm. honestly, that was even hard and being consistent in that. Yeah. It's a work work in progress, girl. Like we're going to get there. At the end of the day, all this to say, it really comes down to your convictions and like pray and ask the Lord to, to give you that conviction. Like, you know, whatever that looks like, it doesn't always have to be the exterior, like outward expression. Like the Lord might be doing some heart surgery, right? Like, your mindset yeah. uh, about certain things. Like you said, certain words trigger people, obedience, you know, discipline, uh, all those things like correction, you know, preventive, like all these things, these words are, we have to get to know who God is. And when we do that, we know more about ourselves and mm-hmm. self-discipline mm-hmm. will never come if you don't know who you are. And the Bible talks about how God loves those he disciplines. And when he brings conviction to your heart, that means you're ready to go to the next level. You're ready to mature and to graduate and get to that next step where the Lord wants to take you. Like I have huge vision. Rebecca has huge vision. And we will never get to just the, you know, whatever you call it, the next level that we need to go Mm -hmm. to if we don't graduate from the old ways, the old mindset, like she's talking about turning 33, right? And she's like, wow, there's certain things yeah. that don't bother me anymore, things I don't care about anymore. And it's funny, it's always for me, it's always around my birthday too, or I have a self-reflection and Rebecca knows like, it's just like yesterday we celebrated my birthday, but I remember like, wow, look at all the things God did this last year. And and then mm-hmm. I looked at like, wow, God, these are the these are things in my life that lack discipline that I need to get together. Like, I can't commit to going to everything anymore. I can't give myself Mm -hmm. to things that, I mean, good things are not always good for you if it's not aligned with God's vision and God's purpose for your life. And oh yeah, get so distracted. Like, let's talk about that. Like remove the distractions, remove the temptations. Mm -hmm. So for one, we need to be convicted. We need to ask God, what area in my life, God, that I like discipline that I need to focus on. And it can't, it doesn't have to be big, you guys. It doesn't have to be this huge grand thing. Like, you know, John Maxwell says, small disciplines repeated with consistency every day lead to great achievement gained slowly over time. Ask any successful person how they became successful. It never started in a year or two years, it, it it was in the everyday disciplines. It's in the everyday devotion yeah. and the obedience and consistency. And I love that Rebecca shared her personal, you know, stories with her husband and having that accountability. That's who the Holy Spirit has become in my life. Like he's my accountability partner. Yes. Okay. So definitely forgive yourself. Oh, yes. So definitely so. forgive yourself. Um, you know, that's part of self-discipline is learning to when you trip and fall because we have to be realistic with ourselves from the very beginning you know there's going to be ups there's going to be downs there's going to be good times bad times and it doesn't matter whenever you trip and fall do not allow the enemy to speak death over you and say that you're a failure and say make yourself self-doubt and you know self-sabotage get up dust yourself off give it to the lord and 
keep going. You're yeah, allowed to push right. the reset button. If you, if you don't, if, if you can't even come to the understanding that you're a human being and you're allowed to make mistakes, then you're never going to be successful. Because if you're going to go into a plan thinking that everything's always going to go according to plan and be perfect, you're already setting yourself up to fail. And that's yeah. something that we definitely do not want. Perfect exercise for when we do go through those hard times and we're having that self-doubt and, you know, it's hard for us to forgive ourselves, you know, do the, um, Joanne has a great exercise for that. Actually. It's the seven whys. Is it seven whys or five whys? Uh, seven. Like why you do. Yeah. It's something that I do in my coaching. Uh, it's the very first thing we do in our first session and, um, it's, Mm -hmm. It's so And if good. you want more of that, you should contact Joanne. Yeah, like, y'all hit me up. But contact Joanne. <clears throat> it's it's just really that. asking and, yourself um, the why the, questions. Sorry, yeah, babe. and that, that's going to lead you to back. It No, you're fine. It's going to lead you back to why you're doing this. It's going to reawaken that that spark that you need in order to push yourself forward. You know, you need, if, you need to find the root of the cause of asking yourself, why is it so hard for me to be able to move on and start over? Yeah. Um, don't let yourself get wrapped up in guilt, anger, or even frustration, just because these emotions will, will drag you further down and impede you from future progress. Right. Trust me when I yeah. tell you that. And it's just so important that we learn from those missteps and then forgive ourselves. Yeah. And that right there, that alone is self-discipline. Yeah, that that's exactly so it. So don't feel grace. Yeah, so don't feel bad. I want to talk about um, Mm -hmm. like how you talk about God as a gracious God. And like, if he's gracious with us, like we have to be gracious to ourselves as well. And like Rebecca said, Mm -hmm. like learn from your past, learn from your mistakes, dust yourself off and get back up and keep going. Pick up that vision again and continue to carry it out. It may not look like what you wanted it to exactly how you planned it out. But there's a reason for that. God has something greater. He has something deeper that he wants to develop within you. And it's so important to recognize that. Like like I talked about earlier, a God vision is is going to be a vision that you can't do on your own. And if you can't do it on your own, like kudos for you. That means you have to sustain it. When we go to God and we surrender things to him, he's the one who sustains it. He's the one who gives you the strength to do it, to carry it out and the wisdom. Like this is my favorite part, you guys. Go read your Proverbs every day so you can gain wisdom because it's God's wisdom that he gives us to do all the things that we desire to do. And wisdom that I looked it up the definition of wisdom is making wise decisions that will bring provision and growth towards your vision like we right amen yeah like Mm -hmm. like having Mm -hmm. making good decisions is how we create disciplines how we build disciplines and it's those areas in our lives that we lack wisdom (laughs) we lack discipline (laughs) like right if I had wisdom of a you know personal trainer I would know exactly what to eat and what not to eat. And I would respect my body more, right? And I would work out more than right. 30 minutes a day. And I would mm-hmm. be way more conscious of my sleep, right? Or how much water intake I'm taking. Like, that's just an easy example to share because we all know that. Like, we all have areas of uh, our lives that lack discipline. I mean, not just exterior. I really want you to know our hearts in this. It's our heart and our minds that need discipline. And it's mm-hmm. in our mindset when we mm-hmm. make that decision. So 
<clears throat> three things I want to leave with you guys is three things that you can do for our visions of gold today, because we've talked about a lot of great things. I really encourage you to go back to listen to this more than once because <laughs> we've shared some really good. Nuggets. Yes. And I'm going to go back and listen to it probably like every day next week. Um, but <clears throat> three, things, three things, right. That you can do to build discipline and where to start. And it's three things. Number one is communion. Go to God, go mm -hmm. ask him what area God can I create a small discipline and not big, something crazy, unrealistic, like Rebecca was saying, something that you can mm -hmm. start today, tomorrow, whatever. And he will speak to you. And the second one is conviction. Ask the Lord to reveal what are the areas that, that hurt, right? Disciplines mm -hmm. are hard. The, you know, Hebrews 12, 11 says no discipline is enjoyable. <laughs> It is painful. It's hard, mm -hmm. right? But afterwards, there's a quiet harvest mm -hmm. of right living for those who are trained in this way. That's what it is. It's training. You're mm -hmm. retraining your mind. You're retraining mm -hmm. your body. You're retraining your spirit. You're retraining your heart. All these things take mm -hmm. time and discipline and training. And number three, the third C is commitment. You have to commit to the convictions that the Lord is giving you and say yes to mm. God. And what does that come down to again? Mm. Obedience, right? We talked about how obedient, yep. we're obedient to God and we love knowledge and we love the light of God. We love who God is. We love wisdom. When we have that desire mm -hmm. those things, it does become easier when you're like, okay, God, I know I'm going to you know, commit in my communion devotion time with you is more important than my coffee. It's more important than my time with my husband. It's more important than me yelling at my kids to get up for school. <laughs> like, right. I'm gonna get, I'm <laughs> yeah. Gonna, let's be real. Right. I'm going to go in my closet <laughs> yeah. and get on my knees, get to my altar and communion with him, have that daily communion. And mm -hmm. like Rebecca said, is, is surrendering it's sacrificing our surrender to him. And that obedience is just, you guys, when you begin to do this, do these three things this week. I mean, that is the visions of gold. Yeah. I encourage you. If this you is commit, the visions of gold. If you could commit to doing those things for the next seven days, just seven, not 21, 47, 67, 85, 90. <laughs> like, no, just that, seven. Make that in your mind, right? And say, wow, okay, Joanne. Okay, mm -hmm. Rebecca, I can do I can commit to a small discipline for the next week, the next seven days, and then do it for another seven days. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's going to get yeah. easier. And you're going to love the results. You're going to love the wisdom. You're going to love the understanding that you're going to gain and the knowledge. And you're going to get so much closer to the Holy Spirit that the self-control, mm -hmm. the fruit of the Spirit is going to keep you there. And you're going to see the fruit of Amen. it. I promise you, like I've seen it. To yeah. this day, like I, my journaling I've done for the last almost three years, it feels like it's only been two, but I like, I, <laughs> I eat, sleep and breathe yeah. my journaling because it's like Bible. Like, I don't know if you watch the Kardashians, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally Bible. Like, it's oh, like, oh my yeah. gosh, like, like it's a promise. Like God's not going to let you down and you're going to gain all these mm -mm. incredible things. Like, and before you know it. When you do these things, you guys, you're going to be like so much closer to your vision that like Rebecca said mm. about her birthday, the things that used to matter to you do not matter to you anymore. You're at a different level, mm -mm. like the attacks of the enemy, the attacks of the flesh, your own self-sabotage, all the disappointments in your life that you could put all together will not phase you mm -hmm. because you're what focused on today and what God has for you. 
and what he desires for you and you're obedient to his will in your life and not your own will i've learned Mm -hmm. you guys time and time again when i try to do it on my own in my own will it's never god's best like oh i could cry thinking about it like it's like i could do it on my (laughs) own i could do it on my own and it it could be good and it could be actually really great right but Mm -hmm. it's still not god's Mm -hmm. best because he wasn't in it Mm -hmm. he wasn't glorified Mm -hmm. in it he wasn't honored god has created us to Mm -hmm. live in his kingdom bring god's kingdom to this earth Mm -hmm. like represent him be like him and give him glory Mm -hmm. like that is what we were created to do you guys that's what you were created to do Rebecca and I have completely different callings and giftings and I would be doing God's design in my life a huge disservice if I pursued uh, Rebecca's calling and Rebecca's gift and Rebecca's design like I mean, I can mm-hmm. go on and on about this for because I'm so passionate about it. And I'm really Oh, I think that's why <laughs> preaching to myself. No, yes. Y'all. And I think it's beautiful. It's it's beautiful because that right there is, you know, you're bringing your self-awareness forward and you're truly forgiving yourself. And I think that's and I think that's really the key here because we live in such a hardcore world. Yeah. that has such real unrealistic expectations of us and they you know especially with like social media i say it all the time i feel like it's true though. you know it's very true social it, it it really it's very it's very uh triggering when you think about it because if you compare the world standards for us we will never it, it we will never even be able to touch them But if we look at the standards that God is asking for of us, we will be able to reach it every single day Mm, and we will feel so much more accomplished. We will feel so much more fulfilled and he is going, he fills your cup with living water, not death water, Uh, death water. Cause I know that's a real (laughs) brand, but it's true. (laughs) I fill you up with living water. And there's no money in the world. There's no experience in the world. There's no material item. There's no amount of any kind of substance or anything that will be able to compare to that living water that the Lord will feed you all day if you are just self-disciplined in him. Yes. And I think that's, I think that's the biggest takeaway. And that's the thing that we really want you guys to really focus on in these next seven days is you know, write down your list, like mm-hmm. what is convicting, you know, be self, you know, practice your self-awareness and what you're really able to do, but also, you know, practice that consistency and that the diligence in the Lord, give it yeah. to him, allow him okay. to show you, you know, allow him to move within you and don't feel bad or dirty or like, I, I don't even know why I said the word dirty, but like you mean shame. Don't, like, don't feel, feel bad if shame or yeah, grief shame. or disappointment. Like, you yes. know, that's yes. just if he that's feels like if he brings things to the surface. Yes. If he brings things to the surface, do not even think about it twice. Instantly just give it to him and do like yeah. Joanne was saying, do not allow the enemy an yeah. inch because yeah. you give him an inch and he will take a hundred miles. Right. So just, so you know, take it day by day. Practice self-love. And I think that's really important in order to be yeah. successful in self-discipline is self-love because the Lord already loves you. He sees you, you trip and fall yeah. 
instead of being mad at you and reprimanding you for tripping and falling and making a mistake, he actually does the opposite. He extends his hand out to you, helps you stand up and he even dusts you off Mm -hmm. and he says, all right, come on. So just remember that. So good. And he's going to meet you right where you're at, wherever you're at in your heart. Like, like Rebecca said, start small. It's the baby steps. He knows what you need. Yeah, he already does. Mm -hmm. And when we pray, when we go to him, it's for us, you guys. Like it's for us to, like Rebecca said, have self-awareness and truly know where we're at and what are the areas we need to surrender to God. And and I want to bring this point and we can end with this is like when you think about when Jesus was here on earth or back in the day, like even just, gosh, over 20 years ago, now that we're in 2023, which is insane to me, um, oh, like wow. we never, we never struggled with seeing other people's lives right we never had access to seeing how people live unless until reality tv show of course but we were so like content in living our own life when we didn't have to show it to everybody when we didn't have to share look at what i'm doing look at what i'm eating look at where i'm at look at who i'm with like who mm-hmm. cares right like nobody really cares like yeah I read something nobody last cares night in my book that was oh my gosh it was so convicting I wish I could find it right now oh so good oh it was, and of course it was on social media but <laughs> but it was a quote that was so good and it said when you learn to um, not care about other people like it's like two things to free you right from mm-hmm. feeling not mm-hmm. enough or from comparison two things to free you is like number one um knowing who you are and owning it or something like that and the second was uh not oh something like knowing that not really caring what other people think is the first one i think and the second was realizing and accepting that people don't care either <laughs> like I was like, mm, yeah, whoa, like yeah. mind blown. Like we know that in our hearts and our minds, but we don't really speak it and actually accept it. Like we, I only share things that I want other people to know and care. Like, I'm like, oh my, you know, I want to share my date night. I want to share what I'm doing and all that stuff. Cause that's what I love. I love to share. And some other people might want to share because they want to know what people think. Right. Or mm-hmm. they want to know the comments. Mm-hmm. They want to like, all the hearts and the likes. And those are two completely different perspectives. And in the same way, like when we're pursuing our vision and we're pursuing self-discipline with God, like God is a jealous God. Like he's not going to be like, don't even put me in the same category as any of your other idols because everything bows to you know me. He's on the throne. Like he's the Mm. author and the creator Mm. and perfecter of our faith. Like he's the one that created you. So he's not, you know, he's a gentleman, like he's not going to force himself on you to be like, Joanne, like, get it together. Like, come on, let's go. You need to go do this. And you need to go do that. Like you said, you want to go do all these things, but you're still struggling with this air in your life. Like he'll bring conviction when we come to him and he'll give us the mm-hmm. grace. Like he's going to be like, okay, Joanne, like, I know your heart. I know where you've been. I know there's been areas in your life that you've been lacking. Like, I'm here for you. I'm here to give you the grace to do it. I'm here to give you the the wisdom and the knowledge and understanding. Let's do it together. Like, I'm here for you whenever you're ready. Uh, Like, uh, do you see the difference in those two voices? Like, but we listen to the other one all the time. Yeah. 
And that's why we are flat on our face and we're, and we feel like we're right back at ground zero. We're right back where we started. Like, and it, God's like, no, mm-hmm. like you're not, you're nowhere near where you started. Like, look how far you've come. Look where you used to be and where you're not. Yeah. That is success. My husband tells me all the time, success is, mm. is not where you are. It's how far you've come. It's who you've become. And mm-hmm. I could cry talking about this because yeah. y'all, I'm talking about my own life. Honestly. Like, seriously, like it's just, mm-hmm. we are just like you guys. We want to encourage you. Like you are going to be everything that you desire to be if you surrender to God. Yeah. So do these three things. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to end this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, hey, you know, yes. for the next episode, I think we might do a part two of building disciplines because there's other aspects to it. Um, I really like the idea of, you know, staying on one topic for a month and, and really digging deep down and things like that so oh yeah we can practice this together so yeah yeah we should definitely practice this together because like joanne said we all need it it's a it's a daily encounter that we need to have daily um commitment that we need to have not just to ourselves but especially to the lord and um let's see what can happen in the next what's today the fourth what is there 28 days in the next 20 what can happen yeah. Um, I guarantee you, if you guys do the visions of gold this week in seven days, you'll see the difference. You'll yeah. start seeing a difference yeah. because the Lord doesn't wait. That's the Lord right. is some is is if anything, he's been waiting for you. He's been yeah. waiting for you to approach him and come to him with these problems and these things because he wants to lift that burden off of you. That's he right. wants to yeah. see you. He wants to set you on the path to success because he's already has the path planned out for you. That's he's right. just been waiting. And understand that, hey, you're worthy of it. And I hope that you guys really understand that you guys are worthy of everything that you desire, everything that you want. Um, Nothing in this world that's worth having will be easy. But when you get to the end, you'll be sitting, standing at the mountaintop with the creator of the the universe. So who better to be standing with, right? To at at the mountaintop with than God. So against me, right? That's a amen exciting, guys we love you guys we stay encouraged do this do the visions of gold we're gonna do them with you guys and i can't wait to share on our next episode the fruit that Yay! we see and all the things that and the revelation god's given us because jo- or i almost called you jocelyn because <laughs> rebecca <laughs> jocelyn's my daughter um because rebecca and i are the first ones to be like hey you know we go first we're asking you to do these things we're going to do them too and we'll be the first ones to oh tell you for that, sure that we are real open honest and transparent mm-hmm. on here and we love you guys so much we hope you were encouraged by this episode love I'm you guys you, this year we're going to go deeper and we're going to see god do incredible things we'll see you next time mm-hmm. see you next time bye guys bye Thank you for joining us at the Sheen Visions podcast. If you enjoyed this message, go ahead and hit subscribe so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes.